Welcome to the Authority of Love. My name is Greg Williams, and thank you again for joining us, whether broadcast or podcast. I hope you've enjoyed or at least intrigued by the cultural implications and how they are impacting our lives and relationships in a not so positive way. And I hope you're moved to action uh, because we need to be. Um, we must come back to God's truth regarding love and show the world where there really is a different way and not to get, continue to give in to those who seek to destroy marriage and family, the foundations of all good and civil societies. If you're listening on podcast or viewing videos, just a reminder, you can listen each day at 11 a.m. WJMM 99.1 FM, Central Kentucky Christian Radio. You can listen and share anytime at WJMM.com. Go to the podcast tab near the upper right and Love and Lordship links. Again, today's and the previous two days. And you can go to LoveAndLordship.com. That's our website. And you can go there and find uh, these and many others, podcast videos, and articles. I hope they, they help you. I hope they encourage you, bless you, and I hope you will share them with others as you do so. Contact me, loveandlordship at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks to those who have. And follow on Facebook and, and, and on our website and everything uh, that we have there. I appreciate that. Uh, so, but if you're interested or you have questions, email me at loveandlordship at gmail.com. That's love and A-N-D, love and lordship. Just like there, except don't put the ampersand. Uh, and I'm pointing, if you're on the video, you can see my banner uh, of, of our ministry behind us there. Now, building on the contrast of love in yesterday's program between the world's message and God's word regarding love, I want to jump right in today to the Valentine's Day message because I want you to hear, if you haven't, who the real Valentine is. And is Saint Valentine, and that's for a reason. You see, the legend... And the reality of St. Valentine is much more about commitment to marriage than just romance, and I would have to add in our culture today, sex. Both are important, but Valentine was not martyred, and that's, a, that's an interesting word if you, if you don't know what happened to him. He was not martyred for peddling romance and sex contrary to today's popular celebrations and our focus. He was martyred for standing up for God's design for marriage against a government a Roman emperor who outlawed marriage, his thinking was he would have men who would be more committed to Rome. But in time, it became very evident that men were much more willing to die for their spouse and their family and then the country that they lived in than to do so simply for king and country. And that makes sense because that's God's design. That's the most intimate. That's the deepest relationships. Valentine, St. Valentine, ultimately gave his life for the sake of marriage as he traveled around parts of the Roman Empire and secretly married couples against the emperor's law. Couples, one man and one woman couples, because he chose to obey God and follow his covenant order and law and design rather than man's, the Roman emperor and his laws. How's that for real love and real romance? Sadly enough, we've made it all about worldly, selfish desires that we call romance and, of course, sex. You see, marriage is God's design for love, oneness, romance, and sex. Let me say that again. Marriage is God's design for love, oneness, romance, and sex, all rolled into one ultimately to bless us and glorify Him. And it's awesome. 
It's not easy. It takes work, contrary to the fairy tale and pornified cultural message that inundates us. God's design and desire in marriage is clear. Male and female, husband and wife, in a lifelong covenant commitment that is to be honored by all, Hebrews 13, 4. <laughs> did, did any of you see? I didn't for a long time, but can you see the incredible significance of this statement, Hebrews 13, 4, marriage should be honored by all and the marriage bed kept undefiled for God will judge the, the fornicators, the sexually immoral and the adulterers. Anyone see the significance at the end of this, one of the most powerful theological books in the Bible? That's part of it. Why do you think the Holy Spirit inspired the writer of Hebrews at the end of this incredible book of theology that ties the old covenant in every way to being fulfilled in the new covenant in Christ to make this profound statement regarding marriage? Valentine's got it. Valentinus got it. Because it's that important to God and his design to protect and bless us as individuals, couples, families, and our societies. We destroy ourselves and our culture when we dishonor God's word and marriage. When we honor marriage, it means that we honor all relationships, ours and others, before, during, and after marriage, according to God's covenant order and design. That doesn't mean the, marriage, the relationships that aren't of God. And, and we're scared to say that today. We need to love them. We need to help them understand that. But they are broken and in sin and lost. St. Valentine and his day are really about marriage, sexual self-control outside of marriage, and building godly, healthy relationships much more than our modern-day concept of sex and romance. But don't miss the romance. You focus on romance only, and both will fail. Focus on marriage and commitment while working on romance. Yes, I said working on romance and the marriage, and both will flourish. Marriage is one of God's most precious and incredible gifts given to humankind in order for family, community, his church, and nations, peoples to flourish. Contrast this with yesterday's message and quote from Lenin, the founding father of communist Soviet Union, and many in our country today who are seeking to do the same thing in almost exactly the same way. Go back and listen to it, wjmm.com. Go to loveandlordship.com. You'll find that. It, it, yesterday's was entitled uh, Marriage and Love and, and Family Privilege. You see, St. Valentine, romance and marriage, in those, those are elevated and give marriage, your marriage and all relationships, the honor that God's word ascribes according to his truth and graciously call into account all those relationships that do not honor God's design for one man and one woman marriage. And I'm speaking about, I'm not afraid to say it because I love the people and I've counseled and mentored several, many, as a matter of fact. But all of these that I'm going to list do not align with God's truth and his, and his word and his design, his covenant order. Cohabitation, promiscuity, sex before or outside of marriage, divorce, homosexuality, gender bending and dysfunction, and there are many more. You see, Valentine was willing to give his life for it. Jesus Christ gave his life so that we could understand and walk in that truth. 
and help others do the same because he came to forgive us when we do sin. Maybe Valentine was on to something. Who today will stand with me as modern-day Valentines against the lies and deceptions of media, education, and government, and stand for marriage, family, and romance in line with God's truth so we can leave a better legacy for our children and communities and churches than what was left to us? You see, God's design for marriage calls us as believers to honor marriage, not just when we say, I do, but long before with the self-control and integrity in every relationship that carries over into marriage and blesses our union and our family, our communities, our churches, our nation. This, in turn, strengthens our churches, communities, culture, and nations. Now, how's that for honoring St. Valentine, the martyr who gave his life for God and for marriage? And even more so, for honoring God and His Word. Here's some action items, and I'm going to give you some scriptures that, that are foundational to this. Take time to reflect on God's design for marriage, relationships, and sexuality. What does that say to you, and where are you with it? Genesis 1.27, so God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And then in Genesis 2.24, that is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife. We created them male and female. And that is why they became one flesh. Adam and his wife were both naked and felt no shame. Matthew 19.6, Jesus repeats those. Don't you know that we, Matthew 19, 4 through 6, don't you know that in the beginning God created them male and female, and for this reason, a man, so a man would leave his mother and father and cleave to his wife? He, he, he pushed aside all the other arguments that we're hearing today. This is the reason we're the creator and the author. This is why you have to stand for it, and you have to share it graciously and truthfully, and you have to help those who are broken and in sin. We've all been there, right? And then he said this, So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, no person is to separate. And then finally, Hebrews 13, 4 again, Marriage should be honored by all, and the marriage bed kept pure, undefiled, for God will judge the adulterer and all the sexually immoral. That The, the, the Greek word for sexually immoral, all those in pornea. Sexual immorality of any kind, even in the mind. So ask the Lord where you are with that truth, those truths. Number two, ask the Holy Spirit to show you how this impacts your marriage and your spouse. And number three, ask the Father to reveal His will for your relationships, your present or future marriage and spouse, as well as your family, according to His Word, and then how you can help others know that as well. Join us again tomorrow as we take a look at how the culture has shifted us from God's selfless love to a selfish focus that ultimately destroys love, and yet we still call it love so often. And we're going we're gonna to look at this directly from the feel-good company itself that we've known as Disney and the founder himself, Walt Disney. See what we can learn about love or its deconstruction from the Jungle Book. Yes, I said the Jungle Book. How's that for a teaser? Invite your family, friends, loved ones, even enemies. I always say that to join us so we can all benefit from understanding God's word as well as how subtly and these days not so subtly 
His word and marriage and family are attacked, and that impacts our relationships, communities, and culture. We must stand on God's word and in his love. With that, have a very happy Valentine's Day as you do so reflecting on God's love that endures and blesses all who walk in it. Now, don't forget, you can get our book. We have a lot of this, uh, the, the, these foundations in our book, The Authority of Love, second edition, spell out S-E-C-O-N-D, second edition, and you'll find it on Amazon there. And uh, text me or message me or something. If you don't, leave a review. Uh, I can take it. I'm a big boy. <laughs> if, it, if, you, if it's not favorable, talk to me about it. I'd love to know what you think about it. Also, once again, if you'd like to donate to us, you can go to loveandlordship.com for articles, podcasts, videos, uh, and there's a give tab in the upper right. Click on that. It'll walk you through it in a minute or so. You can give one time or ongoing monthly. Very helpful. But please pray. Pray for us and pray about that. If God's leading you to help us in that, would you be obedient and follow through? If not, keep praying until he shows you where he wants you to give and then be obedient there. You can also give uh, mail, send it to Love and Lordship to 324 Timothy Drive, 324 Timothy Drive, Nicholasville, Kentucky, 40356. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day, and God bless in Christ. Stay tuned for Bill Reeser and Encounter. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.